More and more farmers, other landowners here in our community, here in Whatcom County, primarily trying to figure out what they're going to do. Still not uh, much in the way of great answers after the federal government pulled the rug out from underneath. And these are folks who participated in programs to help restore salmon, restore habitat, uh, protect wetlands, farmers allowing their land to be used for these kinds of habitat restoration projects. And now the support that the federal government had been giving them to make that even feasible uh, for a bunch of the projects based on some technicalities has been pulled, leaving a lot of people not knowing what they're going to do with some of these things on their land and how they're going to replace the support um, that the federal government had been giving for those uh, wildlife and, and salmon restoration areas. It's a program called CREP. You know, there's CREP and I think some CRP too, but CREP, you know, Conservation Reserve Easement Program. Uh, we talked about this last week on the show. As You know, the, this whole situation just came to a head last week, or at least people found out about it last week. Apparently they had been working on it since almost a year ago um, at the Farm Service Agency. Um, but finally informing the people that it's impacting here on the ground uh, week uh, last week, I guess, um, and we shared what we knew last week, uh, Fred Lickle and myself. Uh, but again, said it's a, this is a developing story. So this is this is our update as we continue to follow this here on the Farming Show this morning. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, and uh, joining me on the phone right now is Steve Grun, uh, a guy who's who's been around this program for a long time. He's had property enrolled in the program multiple times. He's a, a guy that uh, longtime local farmer and also involved in, in you know, selling products to farmers of a variety of kinds for a long time. Uh, very invested, he and his son and his family as well, in um, an increasingly holistic approach to how they farm. And so this was a part of that, I know, because I, and I even uh, interviewed his son, Corby, for my Real Food, Real People podcast. We talked a lot about this kind of stuff and how important it was to him and his family. Steve, talk about what, just off the bat, what is this? what does this mean for you and your family and your property um, right now, as as we find out about this here in the last couple of weeks, well, Dylan, thanks for having me. But it, it feels like a slap in the face. It feels like a slap in the face to any of the landowners or the ag producers who have been involved in this program. Basically, I considered it almost a donation, an investment in our local ecosystems, helping salmon recovery, and all the good things that come along with this. There used to be a saying out there, and I, you're a pretty young guy, but maybe you remember it. There was a <laughs> saying that people would say, my dad would say, this is as good as the U.S. government. Hmm. Well, um, now we have all received notice that many of our contracts don't, feed, don't uh, meet eligibility requirements, and we're not going to continue on as they, were as they were written to begin with. And um, technically, maybe one could argue within the fine print, with legal definition that yes, maybe the U.S. government ha does have the right to terminate these contracts. But in principle, this is just clearly, clearly wrong. I mean, 
it's like you and me doing a hand, handshake deal. Um, you well, know, it's even and, more than that. I mean, is there's paperwork here? You know, it is a contract, right? Yes, there's pages and pages of paperwork, a lot of a lot of fine print, a lot of legal definition, and you and you could say within these contracts too, they're vague mm-hmm. and they're they're open to interpretation by whoever. So you know, we have to rely on our technical service providers here in the in the county that help us with these contracts and implement these programs. And we have, you know, I can say I I have trust in these people. They want to do a good job. They want to help the farmer. They want to help the community. And they're doing what they need to do uh, in everyone's best interests. But now, at this point, it seems to me we have some bureaucrats somewhere along the line in D.C. or maybe at the state executive level that have decided um, these uh, contracts were written in error of their own doing, of their own interpretation. Well, yeah, and just to, to recap what we talked about last week and the shocking um, information that, that broke earlier last week before we went on the air on Saturday, I think it was Wednesday or something, Wednesday or Thursday, they had a meeting uh, and told people basically the bottom line was all these habitat restoration projects that people were participating in and getting support to be able to do on their land um, something like somewhere in the neighborhood of half of these contracts in Washington state, the vast majority of which are here in Whatcom County, uh, about half of them were being canceled because of paperwork that was not done about 20 years ago where someone dropped the ball and didn't do all the right paperwork, get all the right approvals to make sure that the federal government was okay to be funding these and supporting the farmers that that did this. Now, the reality is the mistake that was made here had nothing to do with the farmers or other landowners. I suppose there are some non-farm folks involved in this as well. They didn't do anything wrong. It was the federal government, the FSA, whoever it was, made the mistake internally. And yet now, not only are they pulling the support, they're pulling backing out of these contracts at one point, And thankfully, this has been dealt with and, and hopefully won't be the case. But at one point, they were talking about making people pay it back when it was their fault in the first place. So anyway, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the general recap of what we're dealing with here. And it's leaving folks like yourself, Steve, and we're talking with Steve Grun, uh, a local farmer who's not so local anymore. We can get into that and get into why here shortly. We're actually talking to him from uh, Amherst, Wisconsin this morning. Um, but um, leaving you guys holding the bag and picking up the pieces. Well, basically, Dylan, I consider this the first thought that went through my head when I I read this letter and I came late to the game because I was out of town, obviously, is that this is a land grab. Mm. And now I, on my farm, like many of these riparian projects were uh, were developed in our previously drained wetlands, which is much of Whatcom County that was turned into ag land, you know, at the beginning of the century. And now due to these, this wonderful CREP project, which has achieved many of the goals it's tried to achieve in, and I know my project has been proven to contribute to in-stream flows to critical, very critical salmon habitat within the Northern tributary of the Bertrand Creek. That's a proven fact. And it is salmon habitat, all the insect life, everything that feeds young salmon and, and uh, other species 
it's all happening right there on our property. And we entered mm. a contract with the federal government to do this. I gave up tons and tons of dry matter that we could have fed our cows over the years. That being said, it wasn't the most productive land on my farm, but it made economic sense. And when you're a right. farmer, you have to take advantage of these programs with USDA to survive, especially a small family farm as we wanted to stay. We wanted to stay a small family farm doing most of our labor and continue that tradition. Well, now um, the federal government has decided they don't need to honor this. And I, I will appeal to all citizens of Whatcom County, anybody who's listening this morning, whether you're part of the uh, tribal community, uh, whether you care about fish, whether you care about orcas, whether you care about wild spaces in Whatcom County, to contact the Biden administration, the Secretary of Agriculture. It needs to go right up the food chain. I mean, yeah. right to the top, because this is this is so wrong. I mean, now we as landowners are going to be forced to do other things to pay the taxes on this property, to put it back into production, whether we want to or not. We need to do that to stay on the land. We're being assaulted from every direction in Whatcom and Skagit and Snohomish County. And uh, from government, uh, from influx of people, we want to be good neighbors. We want to be good stewards. We love wildlife on my farm. I mean, that's been a very important part of the heritage of my family for generations on this farm is to to coexist with wildlife and help and to help my neighbors downstream and increase in stream flows to increase groundwater uh, levels so farmers can irrigate so we can all coexist together and the tribes and, and their rights and you know this this program was a shining example of cooperation between everyone yeah and, yeah and and now they want to pull the rug out from underneath us not to say too you know there's a lot of middle class people in Watson County landowners that have enrolled enrolled in this program and it has been it's been a good income source i'm not going to lie to that at all but we gave up our land we gave up our land for in-stream flows for salmon for wildlife for the for the common good of the public even our neighbors who who need to rightfully irrigate their specialty crops downstream we want to live and coexist and keep you know these unique uh these wonderful, unique things about Whatcom County that we all love yeah. um, stay the way they they have been or, or meet and go, even go back in time to the way things to improve our ecosystem. So I appeal to all of you, please write your legislature, write USDA, the Biden administration. With, you know, I'm thinking about this, too. It feels like what's touted is probably the most eco-friendly administration we've had in decades that talks about environmental justice. It talks about native rights and, and, and hordes of other issues relating to the environment that they want to do this. They want to pull the rug out from underneath this program. It's, it's working. It's worked well. It continues to work. In principle, you know, we all grew up, you know, there's there's th one thing about it, I, in ag, a handshake is as good as a written signature on a contract. And that's the way farmers do business. Mm -hmm. Even in the agronomy business at my day job or night job, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. We do triple digits deals on a handshake in an email. I mean, that's the way it works. And if there's a problem, we talk it out. And uh, well, you got to ask what what's the point of a contract if 
You know, a contract is an agreement between two parties. If one of the parties goes back, reneges on their part of the contract, which is what the feds are doing here, saying, well, we made a mistake, therefore they're essentially not going to uphold their end of the contract. Usually out in the real world, if you made a contract like that, you've got to pay out the rest of the contract and or maybe even pay a, a penalty on top of that. I mean, it's, it's insane to say you have a contract you didn't do anything wrong. We screwed up, but now you got to pay the price for it. That is absolutely upside down. By the way, this is The Farming Show. I am Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. We're talking with Steve Groon. Um, he's one of the farmers and landowners impacted by this decision by the federal government to pull the rug out from under about half of the CREP uh, habitat restoration projects in Washington State. Again, the vast majority of those are right here locally in, in Whatcom County. Um, let's go back just for a little bit of the bigger picture and how the farming community is feeling about this right now. Um, and I'm sure you can add into this, Steve, but if you think about it, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, I mean, that was the end of the era farther back than that. You know, our grandpas and great grandpas, it was, you know, uh, get the trees off, get the drainage going. Let's get more farmable land. Let's grow more food here. Right. And, and then we got to the 80s and the 90s and we started to recognize the need to also think about our streams and our fish and our water. And it's nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, more and more progress in that direction. Recognizing that you know we need to figure out how to coexist with all of the interests and needs and issues in the in the in a watershed in our whole community. And so farmers, uh, amongst others, have learned. Wow, this stuff is important. Like you're just saying, and you recognize that it is important and how it plays into the ecosystem of the larger area where you farmed. And you begin to, you know, take this stuff on, even while being accused of being the ones that are, you know, raping and pillaging the earth and don't care. And and people will use the worst memes of, you know bad actors usually somewhere else in the country or somewhere else in the world to lambast farmers here and say that they don't care while at the same time being completely unaware of all of the you know changes in thinking and the changes in practices and all the work and investments that have been made and here we get to this point where i mean they're saying we're still struggling with fish recovery this is about esa and endangered species act listed species um the 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 spring Chinook uh, in the Nooksack being one of those. And they continue to have more and more trouble with that run. And, and they talk about the other runs, you know, the Columbia, and we got to talk about the dams. And what, what was it, like $20 billion that they were talking about? Could we come up with $20 billion um, to mitigate the impacts of taking the dams out of the Columbia and the Snake River, whatever the whole thing was? All to, you know, we got to save the fish. This is a crisis. Yet when it comes down to it, brass tacks, this is a program that's doing that, has been doing that. And the truth is, and again, actions speak louder than words to me. And I want to make sure people know what the actions are here. The federal government that's been making all this noise about all these things is going the other way. They're pulling their support rather than finding a way to actually do what they say is apparently so important. How... 
I mean, I'm sure you feel it, Steve, and I'm hearing from a lot of others. There's a lot of broken trust right now. Uh, I would hesitate ever again to sign up for, for a conservation program on our farm. Even though you care about doing conservation? Well, conservation, unfortunately, comes at a monetary cost. Restoration is not cheap. It's expensive. What I will say, the whole community benefits from this, specifically these crap projects that are all over the county. I love to see them. My uncle has a very large one on his farm. I have a very large one that covers a third of my farm, believe it or not. And uh, to watch the trees grow up over the years, the wildlife moves back in. You know you're helping fish habitat. You know you're helping the orcas. If a citizen of Whatcom Skagit anywhere in Washington cares about wildlife, you're going to want to keep this program in place the way it was intended to be. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, you can say, well, well, the big landowners, you know, here's another government program, another handout. No, this, this is a contract between the landowner and the federal government. NRCS was involved at the time. Yep. Um, it's a give and take. It's a give and, and, and every, take. Everyone is giving something and and working together. That's mm-hmm. the point. I gave up nearly 40 acres of land on our dairy. And, uh, you know, it taxes continue to, to <laughs> go up in the county. Yep. Um, if you care about wildlife, you care about salmon, you care about orcas, you're going to care about this program. I mean, everyone is a winner with crap. Yeah. Well, and we've been talking about the impact on the farming community, and this is the farming show. But I know, uh, and I've been hearing from behind the scenes, uh, the, our local tribal folks, uh, local environmental advocates, you know, folks heavily invested in, in salmon recovery and other work they're very upset about this as well. And they feel also the, the frustration and the broken trust. Yes. Well, if you read one of the, you know, clearly states and the general provisions of this uh, goal of this program is to prevent the natural restoration of stream hydraulic and geomorphic characteristics, which meet habitat requirements of salmon. So beavers and wetlands and ponds are all part of that. They're going to help sustain Stream flows during the dry season, and you know what Whatcom County's been like this year. We are yep. in a major drought. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and and this is, you know, we're just about out of time, just 30 seconds left. But Steve, we're talking with Steve Groon right now uh, here on the Farming Show. This is part of the reason why you said, I'm out, right? You're, you're talking to us uh, from Wisconsin this morning. Well, I'm an old guy. My son, being a young man, he he could see in the foreseeable future. The future is not here for a young family farmer in Whatcom County, mm. the way things are trending now. So, you know, we didn't like it when you pack up your grandkids and you move 2,000 miles away from home from, a, you know, a multi-generational farm that we've made it, you know. Right, uh, was, right. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, you know, would the last farmer turn out the lights in Western Washington? And that's what it looks like right now. I'll tell you that. And, and, uh, it's just becoming increasingly harder and harder to farm, you know, in Western Washington. And then our friends at USDA, our supposed friends at USDA start to play around with 
farm programs that yeah. have been supporting our existence. Yeah, it's it's absolutely backwards, and this is the reality, folks. People are literally now packing up and leaving and saying this place is not friendly to farm, and for those who are passionate about farming and growing food and having a family farm, they're moving to other parts of this country um, because this, this area and our local, our state, and now also our federal governments and, and how all the pressures that they create combine, as well as other factors come together, make it untenable uh, for family farms, many family farms to continue here. Steve Groon, we're out of time. Thank you for sharing here on the program. I think we need to probably follow up with you in the future on this because there's a lot still to develop. And I'm looking to the state of Washington to pick up some of the slack here. Uh, am I optimistic that they will? Not necessarily, but I think by all rights, if the feds aren't going to, they should, if they care about restoring salmon as well. So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully we'll uh, have you back for an update. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.